It's Monsters vs. Freaks in tonight's Fighting Features, which pits 1987's Monster Squad against 1993's Freaked. Jono clearly picked both of these this week. God, you weren't supposed to say. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Film Fights. I am Jono Rodriguez. I'm Conrad Hartman. Hello, Conrad. How are you? If I were any better, I'd have to take something for it. How you doing? Uh, not as good as that, I guess. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do take something for it. <laughs> okay, good. Now I feel better because I also take some. We all take something just to fucking get by, man. Um, <laughs> uh, so, what do we do on this podcast called Film Fights? Well, normally, you and I each choose a film. We each watch the films and we pit them against each other in a brutal grudge match. Uh, this week, however, you took it upon yourself to choose both movies. I did, yeah. So I had to sit through two Jono choices this week. Uh, and we're pitting those against each other. Uh, yes. And uh, what titles did you decide to choose for us this week? <laughs> uh, yes, and I appreciate you letting me take over. I could not That's resist. okay, I got it next week. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I thought this would be a fun uh pitting against you know it's monsters versus freaks so we have uh monster squad and freaked and uh yeah i think they go together because i like those movies <laughs> actually it was really fun this was a really neat uh a neat pairing sure i really enjoyed it uh and so i'm excited how uh it ends up at the uh, in the killing floor so to speak so uh as a preface before we get into the movie specifically uh i do want to say that i was surprised in different ways by both of these movies good uh and neither of them gave me what i expected <laughs> in a really fun way i it, oh, okay it, it made it really interesting to watch them uh interesting see that's that's a really good way to let someone down <laughs> <laughs> hey do you like my dress it's interesting um you know <laughs> wow your movie picks Really, you know, made me, uh, they definitely made me sit there and watch them for this podcast. <laughs> you know, and it's interesting because, you know, uh, I actually did some chores while I was watching a chore. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun fact, uh, what, what I really got out of these movies, they were both movies. So... Yeah, they uh, were both 80-something minutes. <laughs> they were definitely both within 90 minutes. Yeah, it okay. was so easy. You know, you just get through it. We'll go ahead and start with our first contender, Freaked, starring Alex Winter and uh, Quaid. Dennis, no, not Dennis. Randy, Randy Quaid. <laughs> Dennis Quaid. I was, I was thinking of inner space for some reason. <laughs> Let's, lest we forget, Mr. T. Mr. T, yes. Actually, uh, it was an ensemble uh, effort. <laughs> Effort. How can you say it like it's Magnolia? Well, I was I this was, ensemble cast. Well, I have dyslexia, and so I was thinking of the word effect, and I'm like, that's not the word. But my mouth started saying it anyway. <laughs> effort. Uh, anywho, uh, so let me go ahead and give you the 
uh, synopsis of Freaked for those who've uh, never been subjected to my friendship and <laughs> been forced to watch this movie. So, a company, this is just by the way, uh, we normally read off of the back of the box, you know, of the DVD or the Blu ray or what have you. But uh, the particular copy I have of Freaked is the really cool one with all the bullshit on it, and there's no uh, synopsis on it. I don't so, watch DVDs. I only watch laser discs. That's how movies were meant to be watched. Well, I mean, there's a synopsis on the back. You know? <laughs> yeah, and it's huge. It's a huge record that you watch. <laughs> uh, or a huge CD. Um, so, uh, this synopsis I got off of IMDb. Uh, it's It's fine. <laughs> I have problems with it, but I'm going to do it. Much like the movie. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe it's apropos, right? Okay, so a company that produces a toxic chemical tries to improve its image via a popular spokesperson, Ricky Coogan, played by Alex Winter. Ricky travels to South America to get a first-hand look at the chemical's effects and finds himself at a mutant freak farm. It's a freak show. Uh, Elijah Skuggs, who runs the farm, played by uh, Dennis... Qu- <laughs> Randy Quaid! Why am I doing this? He's friends with Rob Astley. He was... <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> Who's brothers with uh, Rick Astley. Yeah, the lesser of <laughs> the, the two le- The brothers. lesser of the two, yeah. You know, who wants to get Rick rolled? I'd rather be Rob rolled. Um, who... who uh, Elijah Skuggs, who runs the farm, is only too happy to have... Uh, that's spelled wrong. <laughs> <laughs> two is spelled wrong it's only too happy it's like too happy to quit too legit to, okay it's only too happy to have new subjects on which to try his freak machine freak machine I like having a stroke listening to this I, I mean you know imagine how i feel <laughs> the very chemical that ricky is supposed to promote is the one responsible for creating the great variety of freaks Bum, bum, bum. End of synopsis, which is bullshit because <laughs> it's not like the end of the movie. I will add that Ricky Coogan, played by Alex Winter, um, has to bust out. He also makes uh, he also has a friend, and then makes a lady friend, and so they all have to bust out of the freaks world. And uh, <laughs> and you know, also uh, Brooke Shields is in it, and she's a talk show host, which is the uh, framing device of the movie. But we will get into that. So, Conrad, after hearing that synopsis, would you say that that's pretty accurate? Even minus what I said at the end. Would you say that's pretty accurate to what you saw? Yeah, I mean, it's weird that they didn't include the phrase pile of shit in that synopsis. But uh, <laughs> otherwise, it was pretty... No, actually, all kidding aside, this uh, this movie was clearly meant to be sarcastic. And... Uh, it, it actually kind of, to me, almost felt like a monster movie Repo Man. It oh, was, interesting. It was okay. very sarcastic. It felt very, like, kind of punk rock, like, snotty, uh, <laughs> kind of, kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm being over the top and a jerk, but I fucking know it, man. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's very cartoonish and it's yeah, very it, on it purpose. It almost felt like a less gory and, nudity heavy trauma film yeah i i would think it like for me it's like oh you know if the zucker brothers made a trauma film is oh my god that is spot on <laughs> <laughs> that is spot fucking on because it's like it's not 
it's not technically a parody movie because there's nothing that they're like really uh, parodying, but the right. the lines, the actions, like the insanity of it. Like for for instance, the um, which I, I mean, I will always love this fucking joke. It's one of my favorite jokes ever. It's when uh, when they're uh, trying to get the antidote in uh, uh, the fat and the the machine, and Skugs is trying to get in the door and when you first see it the the doorknob is like that cliche like slowly twisting but then it cuts to him and he's like just having a problem with it because it's jerking ha- it back and forth yeah because yeah. his hands are buttered up with the from the popcorn and so like it's just one of those stupid gags that like like you yeah. would think is like otherwise like really dumb but it's like very cartoonish and it works it's a good this joke. movie is very highly concentrated with really quick yeah. gags that in another movie you would think would be used sparingly as throwaway gags, but they end up, because there's so many of them, makes up the bulk of this film. For instance, there's a, a moment where Skugs, uh, Randy Quaid's character... Randy Quaid, not Dennis Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> I have to keep telling myself that. <laughs> We're Billy Joel's character. We're Billy Joel. <laughs> I'm the piano man. So, uh, where Randy Quaid... Now you got me self-conscious about it. I'm afraid I'm going to say Dennis Quaid. So, when Randy Quaid is using the computer, and he reaches for his mouse, and it's oh my God, a dead mouse. Yeah, it's a dead mouse. And it's like... And it's super quick. It lasts... Oh yeah. The gag lasts for two seconds. But see, they and they even add the sound effect... Of a mouse? Because you hear like the right. little squeak, squeak. Right. Even it's a dead mouse. Like it's a stuffed even, one would say. Right. But like, I think it's great. And it, and yeah, it happens so fast. And uh, and I think it works. And I'm sure that that's a joke that's been done before. But uh, it's not been done to death from what I've seen. Because I honestly can't recall where I've seen someone use uh you know a, a toy mouse or whatever as a mouse it's like how would that even function is he press the eyes uh well and then there's there's these other little things like for instance when the head of this evil corporation is speaking with uh alex winter's character oh that's uh william sadler who played death that's right in bogus journey with that's right alex winter yeah uh when he is having this conversation in their office Talking about this chemical, a gentleman walks in, uh, a South American gentleman from the fictitious country where they are producing this chemical. Oh, shit. Do you remember the name of that country? I'll give you one million dollars. Oh my god! I can't believe I'm blanking on yeah, it. And it was know. I don't know either. It was a <laughs> it was it's a completely made you up. You can make it up. <laughs> uh, right, right. No, yeah, it is a made up uh, country. I know that. Uh, uh, it's it's fuck. a made up South American country. But yeah. so this this guy walks in, and he, he's introduced as Juan Valdez. Yeah, and he says, "My name is George Ramirez." Oh, that's right. And then he gets called Juan Valdez again. Do you know who Juan Valdez is? Yes. He's the uh, Exxon. Um, so remember the uh, oil 
Since you can't see my face, I, the name sounds familiar, but I'm, I, I don't really know. He's, he's spacing. He's like, oh, I, I know who that is as long as that's the end of that sentence. Right. <laughs> as long yep, as I sure do. Next no point. For, yeah. <laughs> no, Juan Valdez was, uh, okay, so I can't remember specifically, but I just, I know the name. It's from, uh, there was a huge oil spill. Um, BP. You're thinking Exxon Mobil. No, no, no. Was, yeah, Exxon. Any, any gas company. It was it was Exxon. It was from the 90s, I think. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember yeah. exactly when. Yeah. But but Juan Valdez, uh, I think, was either the president of the company or he was the captain of the boat or something. And he was drunk. Not not Juan. Whoever the captain was was reportedly drunk at the helm, and so it was a huge scandal. And so I think the gag is that. By the way. A lot of these jokes in this movie are super dated, and so I think he was calling yeah. him, he was calling him Juan Valdez as kind of like shorthand of like it's just this ethnic guy of right. Mexican question mark descent, right? Even though he's from South America, and he's yeah. just like whatever, he's just some it's, he's from the dude. south, yeah. So <laughs> he's from south of the border, and um, this is the bad guy, <laughs> right? Who's yeah, yeah. doing this? So this is not painting him in a, I mean, yeah. And then he becomes he shrinks. When he's giving his speech. Right. He he says, I'm fine. And then the camera cuts and cuts back to him. And he's shrunk. And then he cuts. And then it cuts back to him. And he's shrunk again. And it's three different actors. Yeah. And I can't remember the name. That of play him in the scene. And one of them's a famous yeah. uh, small uh, person character actor, I mm-hmm. believe. Or a little person. Correct. Uh, yeah. Character actor. Um, he was uh, in uh, Waxwork. Waxworks? Waxwork. The horror movie? Yeah. He played the yeah, he I know played the butler about. or whatever. Or oh, the, not the butler. What he was kind he? of looked he like tattoo. <laughs> he didn't look like tattoo. Uh, that's <laughs> Fantasy Island. I know. Um, so, also by the way, Morgan Fairchild has a cameo in this movie yeah. as an airline attendant. Yeah, uh, they were called stewardesses back then. This is the nineties. Yeah, you can say stewardess. <laughs> I think. Uh, no, and no, no. This is also where we meet this this little kid oh, God, who ends up with kid, a man. psychic link yeah. to to Alex Winter's character. Uh, they keep calling him a troll, but he's just this nerdy super fan of yeah. Alex Winter's character, and they're using that just as a pejorative for like some little douchebag kid that they hate. Yeah, he he's he's very fucking like he's over the top like he shows he's up a redhead little like he's got a oh, very loud puffed out cheeks with yeah. big prosthetic ears and glasses and, and, and the big front buck teeth, teeth. Yeah. yeah super like if super, alfred e newman was yes. like nerdier if alfred e newman had more shocking red hair and <laughs> was super annoying and had a high voice if alfred e newman had a more punchable face. Yeah. Uh, but this poor kid, he shows up in the in the overhead compartment yeah. of the plane where uh, where Alex Winter's character is. Yeah, they're on the plane too, hanging out in first class, and, friend, class yeah. and they're like, "Oh, fuck this stupid kid!" And <laughs> uh, but I I did think it was really great. They made him look so perfectly nerdy and awful yeah. and over the top that I really actually loved that kid. He, he <laughs> was one of my favorite characters in the whole movie. Oh yeah. Super like cartoonish. And, and, uh, and of course like he, uh, you know, he's like, Oh, R- Ricky, it's me. You're number one. Fan. And then he gets ejected out of the plane. Uh, and he's fine. <laughs> He hits the ground, um, and then uh, and then Ricky and his friend get to South America, and they meet um, girl. 
right. uh, who is a environmentalist and they trick her into coming along with them to because like they're originally trying to go to i guess the headquarters of the the zygote 24 which is the is that what it's called yeah zygote 24 don't make that face (laughs) he's making a face that's making me doubt and that's just what said, my face looks like. He's making the face <laughs> that when I said Dennis Quaid, and he made that face. And you know what? I was wrong that time. Zygote 24 is what it's called. Okay, yeah. Maybe it's Zygote 20-something else. Anyway, <laughs> but it's yeah. Zygote. It's called Ooze. Ah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> all right, I dropped. Never mind. Anyway. Um, we can fix that in post. We fixed it. We fixed it right now. Uh, in, in IRL. Um, so... They get to the, so uh, whatever it doesn't matter. They're they're at the freak. The they take a detour and they're at the freak show and they meet uh, Scugs, which is oh my god, I love that name. Fucking uh, <laughs> Dennis fucking, Quaid's character. Yeah, Dennis Quaid's character. <laughs> uh, I, I'm spacing on his first name now. Randy Quaid. Yeah, Randy Quaid. Randy Scugs. Uh, <laughs> Randy Scugs, who uh, who runs the freak show. And, uh, you know, he, he, he meets them and he's like, hey, come take a look at this freak show. And they're like, okay. Oh, and by the way, there's, there's a great foreshadowing moment here. Uh, when they're walking around this, this little park, there is a, a head in the middle of this, like a, like a statue head. Like, like for those of you, uh, who are from Texas, like big techs at the state fair or like a big, basically just like a big statue head, but it's like color. And he moves his head. The head's constantly turning, but it shows that the eyes. I think people know what a head is. Of the, <laughs> you're like, it's you know, it's like the top part of your body. Yeah. Only it's like a big fake version. It's just gigantic. <laughs> it's not actual size. It's and it's not a real head, guys. And for those of you who've seen this movie many times, and hopefully you've watched this movie before listening to us jabber on you're it, you're probably listening and thinking, "Oh, oh, <laughs> that's oh, what that's... it is." You know, I'll, I'll clue you in on another fact. It's it's based off of Dennis Quaid's head. <laughs> That's just who he is now. It's 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 supposed to be Scuggs' head. <laughs> it's a facsimile of. Um, so, but the eyes seem to be looking. The eyes of March. At, uh, I know, right? Nailed it. The eyes have hills. Is that scan? So the eyes. No, no. The eyes have. <laughs> Hills. The eyes, <laughs> the eyes of this head, which now we've established what a head is, mm-hmm. uh, are always looking at Alex Winter as he walks by. Well, they, they look at anything suspicious, I think. Right. That's what. Well, do you know thanks. what those? Wait. Do you know what the eyes are? Yeah, we're getting. Well, that's no, no, foreshadowing. No, 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 they're they're Rastafari eyes. I know. They. I was getting to that later. So later we see them. We see the eyes pop out of the head, and they run out in there. And what are some of their great lines? Rasta hats, and they're like, "Hey, ma." <laughs> and hey, the pupils ma. are their mouths for some reason. I thought that was a really cool uh, idea. Oh yeah, it was great. Like, like the pupils being the mouths. I thought that was neat. That was actually uh, maybe the best effect. One of the best effects in the movie. The, this movie actually had solid effects mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. for for what it was supposed to be. Yes, no, 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 yeah, absolutely. Like the makeup uh, was really good. Actually, oh my god! Actually, oh my god! The makeup on Beast Boy, 
which is Alex, Win- Alex Winter's character. Once he's mutated, he is now referred to as Beast Boy. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his ha- half of Once him. Once he's given this chemical and it turns out that it actually makes you a freak. They somehow ran out of chemicals, even though uh, the amount that he used for two people transformed them into, uh, you know, conjoined twins. But the amount that he used on him is like, ah, oh, there's only half. So he's half a Beast Boy, but it doesn't matter. The, the guy. Because they had three different uh, effects guys working on the movie, but they had one guy work on uh, the Beast Boy, um, and he does both effects, the half body as well as the full body. And um, it's the same guy who does the makeup for uh, uh, Night of the Demons, right? That's what, yeah, Night yeah. of the Demons, uh, which, which we we just watched. Yeah, not yeah. Outside of the podcast, we Outs- watched yeah. for fun. We watch for fun. I mean, not that we're not watching all these. For fun, I mean, who but... watches that for fun? We must be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so we watched uh, Night of the Demons, and uh, and you know it was fun. Like it's I, a fun one. It, I mean, yeah. wait, waste ninety minutes of your life and watch it. It's... Oh, I don't think it was that long, was it? <laughs> yeah, I think it was eighty minutes or something. <laughs> And it's, uh, yeah, it, it's fun. Like, it's, it's, uh, I think it does have, like, cult status, like a, a lot of those uh, kind of uh, movies do. But, and I'd heard about it and I'd known about it, but I was just like, eh, I don't care enough. But it's about the same it. makeup artist as who, right, who, who did does Beast the, Boy who, in this movie. Correct. Yeah. Three. And, and further, the girl in the pink for Night of the Demons fans, uh, the, the girl who's for both of you in the pink dress or whatever, the blonde girl. She's the wife of the makeup guy. Isn't that really dumb and useless? And she, (laughs) one time, was at craft services when Kevin Bacon was there. So that's only like three degrees. So you looked into it too? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I actually didn't prepare for this episode. I was so busy reading about her experience at craft service (laughs) with... Welcome, welcome to Craft Service Podcast, uh, where we talk about uh, Night of the Demons. Right, so they, so they, <laughs> so in this movie, Freak, they, they, uh, or you know, they turn into freaks. They turn into freaks, uh, and when they're introduced to all the other freaks, really the the other freaks who live on this weird place, this freak show, weird place, farm or whatever, uh, they have this weird like impromptu game show set up. Oh, where yeah, because they live in an out. They live in an outhouse that is bigger on the inside. Yeah, bigger on the inside, thanks to Bob. Then on the outside, so it's like a House of Leaves kind of again, thing going again, on. Yeah, again, a dated reference. Bob Vila appearance. Uh, yeah, which actually was <laughs> was great. It worked. Like, like as far as like some of the dated, because like there's a lot of it, and like and I learned actually that at least some of the dated references, like the I like Mike sign that the guy's holding and shit. They did that on purpose because it was dated in the 90s, some of the jokes they were doing. Um, Uh, For those of you who are uninitiated with Bob Vila, um, but who are old enough to remember the show Home Improvement, uh, Bob Vila was a Home Improvement guru. Like for real, though. Like for real. That... uh, that, that That had a show where he would give you tips on improving your home and and things like that uh but that that is what the comedic show the sitcom home improvement was based on yeah so they kind of stole his act bob and, vila because bob vila used to take right. to the stage <laughs> he would he would take he used to buy coke from tim <laughs> allen 
<laughs> he used to sell coke, motherfucker. He started That's right, it. Tim Allen took his business, coke business, too. Yeah, he started it, man. That's why he died at such a young age, Bob Vila. So he, he, he yeah, he's he's a builder. He's basically the original Bob the Builder. <laughs> and uh, I mean, oh my god, they stole that too. Oh man, Bob Vila, if you were alive, you've uncovered could be suing, a huge conspiracy. Whoa, he could be suing all these people. <laughs> He could be suing bobbing for apples. That's why he died at the Illuminati. Is he dead? <laughs> yeah, Bob Vila's dead. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, you only look out for the good celebrities, don't you? Oh, Carl Reiner's dead. Oh, man, I actually found that out late. Ugh. Carl Reiner's dead. Welcome to Carl Reiner cast. Uh... So I love in this movie... <laughs> <laughs> All right, back. Oh, yeah, sorry. This train. So uh, there's my, my favorite, I think my favorite uh, mutant or freak in this movie is Saki. Oh. Which is, uh, <laughs> Bob, a, which Bob is a purse. Uh, yeah, a purse. Goldthwaite. Gold. What? Gold wafer. <laughs> Goldfinger. Bob Goldfinger. From, He's played by Dennis Quaid. From Police Academy and Shakes the Clown. Yeah, Bob, Bob, <laughs> Bob <Bobcat>. Vila. <laughs> Yeah, so Bobcat, uh, I'm dyslexic. Yeah, and leopard silver waist <laughs> is uh, so Bob Bobcat Goldthwaite uh, plays this one, and so it's he looks like a regular person, but his head is a sock puppet, like literally a a crew sock, a white crew striped yeah, sock. You know, I love like with a hand in it and with googly eyes. Yeah, uh, well, not googly; they're like no, ra- no, they're yeah. balls, well, but they're not like the little flat googly eyes, but. Uh, they were. They were like the googly eyes that you see it's, like on a googly-eyed rock or something. A pet rock? That's, <laughs> no, that's, that's a date different. For us. That's different. <laughs> he is, that is super funny to me. And I I looked up who was in this movie before I watched it. And oh, so I was like, no, I was like, oh, when's Bobcat Goldthwait going to show up? And I'm like, huh, I don't know where he is. And then when Saki starts talking, and you hear him talking like Bobcat oh, yeah, Goldthwait. Oh, man, I lost it. I was so no excited that that's who he was. It's like Gilbert Gottfried, you know. It's like, oh, there's no mistaking that fucking voice, man. Um, but he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saki, Saki, would you like some? Yum. The Japanese love it. Listen, so I love that the... <laughs> I love that the zygote, zygot, fuck, the zygot 24. I was saying zygote. Was I saying zygote earlier? You were saying zygote, which is like a, some part of like a cell baby thing. For all freaked fans that science. are still with us, I meant to say zygote. <laughs> God, get to the fucking point. <laughs> zygot 24. Okay, so uh, I like that the... Uh, the paste, the Zygot 24, does different things for all of them. It's an all-purpose salve that, like, it's like, okay, well, this guy turns into a sock for a head, which in in reality, which we find out during the uh, performance, it's actually just a hand. It's a hand. He got a hand for a head, it's, and he put a sock, <laughs> put on, a sock his hand. on his hand. So he's he's two arms and then a hand where his head should yeah, be. Yeah, it's like a that's, forearm and my, hand. That's a great reveal. It's a great, yeah, because the audience turns on it so fast. They're like, hey, it's just a hand under there. Right, like, that's not weird <laughs> enough or, or interesting enough. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, so anyway, let's, okay, so and then Mr. T, who's a yeah, lady. Yeah, Mr. T was fantastic in this movie. He actually played a transgender character. Yeah. Uh, which crazy. was really interesting. So so he played the the bearded lady but mm. the way he turned into the bearded lady, he started by saying in his flashback that he was confused and mm-hmm. he wasn't happy. And 
literally Randy Quaid Scuggs like made the suggestion like, hey, why don't we try this? And he's actually happy now that yeah, he's become a woman. So is... It's actually a, a kind of a cool like early 90s representation of uh, a I'm like that. Good for you, like Mr. T, like this big tough yeah, dude playing. Well, a, I mean, it's silly. And I stuff, think the but intention behind it was different. But it, well, I guess I yeah. Because, I'm looking at it through like 2020 glasses. Because well, yeah, because like two things. One, Mr. T's character. He was the only character of all the freaks to, you know, have a net positive. With his result. Right. That's, yeah. Because, like, you that's know, kind of what I was trying Because to every say. other character, like, uh, you know, and the worm was the only one that had an ironic thing. And then everyone else was just like, oh, you're a freak. And then the pinhead girl, uh, the, the thing that happened with her is her head became a pinhead and then she can't speak English or something. They all have such weird and different. Yeah. And effects. that's weird because the chemical, what it did to her was basically give her a defect that used to happen to people yeah it's like a birth defect and so it's like that's kind of weird and and don't misunderstand me like with my comments about mr t i'm not trying to say that this movie is so culturally sensitive and understands (laughs) understands gender identity i just no i thought it was uh i was just surprised that it was like they didn't go as cheap with it when they started i was like oh no because you know i have a a close relative that's transgender it's like that issue is like really important to me and i was like yeah oh man i was like oh okay they didn't really like go as you know, as no, I think it was as more hanging fruit and like shitty with it as like they could have. Oh and yeah, so that, that was kind of cool. But yeah, like the the pinhead thing also like that was really weird. Like yeah, it just turned her into like this yeah person that was born with a defect. Well, <laughs> like, I that's think sad. I think they were mostly like as far as like designing the uh, movie. So even separated from uh, you know this ooze turns you into a freak. They were kind of going more with like, well, what do we see at a freak show? We see the dog boy. We see the bearded lady. One of us. That's correct. (laughs) They were missing the guy with no legs who fucking walks with his arms. And it's like, oh, my God. I fucking hate that scene. Are you talking about freaks? Yeah, of course. I fucking hate that movie. You hate that movie? Freaks? Yeah. I it's, can't. I can't watch that movie because they're. Not, it's not effects. They really. It's are not all, effects. Yeah, they're really. They're all like freaks. that, and yeah. uh, and 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 I know that that's wrong to be scared of, but it's a psychological fear. I can't control it's a, it. It's a psychological horror movie, and and but that's the point. And what's really cool is that they gave these people like agency. Like, hey man, you can turn your your defect right, into yeah, like yeah, a I mean, really fun like thing for this movie, and I'm sure. Fun. I think I what feel I, like I read one time that they like really enjoyed it. Maybe I miss. Maybe that's not true. I, or I thought it was I like mean, a really positive experience. It's for possible. The oh, absolutely. It's but just, maybe I'm. Maybe I'm because it was the times, you know. Like, and I understand that that was something that, that a long time. It was something that happened that actually happened back then, where they would find these people, and it's like, well, it's a living. I could be not doing anything, or I could have people watch me and point at me, but I'm you know making money, and some people. Uh, you know, it, it, one, it was a different time, and two, some of those people took pride in it. And I'm not saying uh, I'm not saying that ignorantly. I'm saying that like it's possible to understand that you know, while some people uh, during these time, during those times, and during like just their their own internal anguish, some of them were just you know uh, adhered to it and thought, you know, hey, this is this is great, this is fun, people like this. 
You know, I know, I don't want to take too big of a tangent from this, but I think we're we're getting close to the end of this movie. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. as far as uh, the talk goes, but um, it's you know, it's sort of like that thinking I get, and I know what I look like. <laughs> I know I'm not like the most attractive <laughs> person in the world, but Aww. you know, when you look at uh, when you watch movies and shows where you have character actors that they're always playing like. You know the casting call is like we need someone who's really fat and ugly and can act like a stupid fat asshole. Oh sure, you know or they do say, they do talk like that though, right? Producers and, and shit, you know? right? And you know it, it's like I'm like man, that must really suck to get those kinds of roles. But then on the other hand, some of these folks are probably like, hey, this is what I look like, and I can turn it into a really cool living and yeah. have a lot of fun and. So, I don't know. That's how strippers make their money. <laughs> By being fat and ugly. <laughs> Maybe on Mondays. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, oh, I've got this killer bod, and I don't mind people looking at me. I'm going to go fucking make money that hey, way. Hey, baby, check out my cesarean scar. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, man. It's that, it's that, uh, it's that. Help joint. me get my kids back. <laughs> No, they're they're the strip joint that has the sign that always says "always hiring." <laughs> I like going into a strip club at like lunchtime on a Tuesday, mm, just to blow off steam. They just need it so much more. You get an hour for lunch, and it's like, ah, you know, I guess, yeah, you know, they got a nice buffet. <laughs> I, I like, you know, to start my work week out with shots of Jack Daniels that cost forty dollars. Oh, sure, and. uh you know, <laughs> trying to do body shots off of off of a sixty three year old <laughs> obese midget. Whoa! <laughs> Actually, yeah, that would be really neat. All the little people. Sorry. Yeah. Can we cut that out? What about? <laughs> I was almost going to be offended by sixty three year olds. What's wrong with sixty three year olds? Nothing. If I if I weren't married, I would definitely become sixty three. I don't know. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think uh, nature would help you with that one. It's a waiting game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, one of these days I'm going to be banging a 63-year-old. Did you choose 63 because of the Beatles? When, uh, oh, it's 64. Fuck. Nailed it. I am just... Uh, that song uh, was by Randy Quaid. I am... <laughs> no, it's Randy, uh, Randy Oldman. <laughs> so, uh, okay, I do want to say uh, one more thing. Oh, yeah, we have to speed uh, or, this up. Or okay. two, two more things about this movie before we move on. Okay. Um, one... Uh, I have nine more things to say about it. At the end... <laughs> double episode. So, at, <laughs> at the end of this movie, uh, when the troll nerdy kid turns into a freak himself, uh-huh. uh, that is the best effects out of this whole movie hit his form final form <laughs> final form as his final form as this uh mutant oh my god i loved it he looked so great and it was funny because they called him a troll the whole time and then at the very end he oh, really wow. did look yeah. like a giant troll sure, yeah i thought that was really fun uh so then at the very end we get to the end of the wraparound which is alex winter's oh, shit, character being about, yeah. interviewed on this television program mm-hmm. by Brooke Shields' character. You and the whole. Shields. I like to think that it's just Brooke Shields. <laughs> and they don't call ever call her anything else, I don't think. No, her name is like Kathy or something. <laughs> <laughs> which Her name is Cameron which, Diaz. I mean, I've been hitting it out of the park with names, so I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm right. <laughs> 
and her name was Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> uh, so Let's call her Bat for the short. The entire time that Alex Winter is talking when he's being interviewed, when it, the camera cuts to him, yeah, he's in a shadow, almost like uh, when you see those shows where there's an anonymous, oh, yeah, like twenty twenty or something, witness like that. or or something. It's he's, but he's they don't blur his voice out now. They have it situated so that he looks like the shadow of him is a freak. The light comes back on him, and it turns out he's sitting in front of a cactus, and he has returned back yeah. to normal. And the cactus is giving was, the appearance of his hunched uh, visage. And, right, and that it, it he was, was a misdirect to make it look like his half beast self. Can I tell you this? And this is this is a hundred percent honesty. Oh sure, I called that shit. Did you? I straight up was like, oh. I was like, no, he, there's a reason why he's in the shadow. That's, that would be a <laughs> stupid plot device for him to just be in the shadow for no reason. And then they're like, big reveal. Yeah, he's he's still well, mutant. Well, I mean, that's... <laughs> Which would have been funny, but... Sure. I mean, that's fair because, uh, I mean, when I first saw this, I was a fucking kid. I right. was like 11 years old or something. Stupid child. And, and now so you're a like, stupid adult. <laughs> nothing has changed. <laughs> Uh, I called him Dennis Quaid back then, too. I was like, hey, look, it's the guy from <laughs> Inner Space. <laughs> That's why I'm so confused. Come on, guys. Sit, sit. I, you know what's funny, though? When you said Dennis Quaid, I almost said, yeah, from Phenomenon. And I was like, that's John Travolta. <laughs> Get your information... From the two geniuses at this film podcast. I can't wait to get all these emails from people who are like serious cinephiles who are like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, but you know, I thought that was I thought that was a fun little gag uh, when I saw it. I saw, uh, you know, it's, it's like, oh, we finally fixed the light. And like, he's like, oh, cool, turn it on. And it's like, oh, it's just Alex Winter. It's like, he's not a freak at all. And uh, And then everybody comes out. Uh, and they're non-freak forms, except the worm, because he does not like macaroons. Which the antidote was in. Yeah, the antidote was in, and uh, but then uh, Stewie... Like he couldn't have just held your nose and eaten a macaroon. <laughs> and macaroons are delicious, too. Right, so. he, he, he loves being a worm. He loves digging. Listen, so Stewie Gluck comes out, a uh, little troll, and he's normal, because obviously he didn't eat the macaroons. But it's just weird that he's still a troll... And it's like, oh, oh, yay. yeah. When you say he's normal, you mean he's still in his final form, right? Yeah, sorry, he's in his he's final. still a mutant. Yeah, and he's just like, nah, man. I just thought, and he's cool. He's got like bags of trash, <laughs> which I never, I still don't understand. He's what probably like, about. man, whatever. Macaroon, macaroons keep for a while, so I'm just yeah, gonna hang out and be a troll yeah. for another few days and enjoy this big old troll dude. I'm much more cooler. <laughs> My hero loves me in yeah. this form, uh, and so Brooke Shields. I love the reveal that it turns out that uh, Brooke Shields is just uh, Skugs after he fell into the uh, the chemicals. And yeah, that's how it made him mutate. Was he yeah, turned into? He, he became Brooke, Brooke Shields from Brooke Suddenly Susan, who has <laughs> who has a successful talk show <laughs> that she must have been doing for a while. She's got a studio audience, and and no man, and it again, it turned that stuff out quick. And uh, yeah, and again, uh, uh, a great joke. You know, she's been Brooke Shields this whole fucking time with the, her sweet voice. And then uh, she's like, wow, you know, he he really looked exactly like me. And he's like, yeah, it looked just like you, except uh, except he had these hideous feet. And of course, it pans down and we see these gross alien feet and it scugs his voice saying, I'm going to kill you. And uh, it's like just it shoots for the moon with how ridiculous like that you're supposed to like uh uh, you know, uh, submit or no, uh, 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 
subvert. What am I trying to say? You're you're just supposed to your, accept it. Yeah, just yeah, accept yeah. this crazy universe that we're in. It's very yeah, like slapstick universe. Suspend your disbelief. your disbelief. Thank you. Uh, also, uh, the entire time. Uh, Alex Winters is a mutant. Uh, he has to dub all of his lines because oh, yeah, of the makeup, which yeah, is really and that's funny. real drool for the most part. That's, that's like real drool because his mouth is like. <laughs> so really, like in summation, like this movie was awful, but they knew it was awful, and, and it, yeah, was, it, it was <clears> a very sarcastic, silly, stupid movie, and I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah, I, I you know I you know I champion this movie. It's 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 a gross out movie. Uh, which just a uh, real quick fact. This was supposed to be a uh, a horror film that was going to be made with the uh, Butthole Surfers. Oh, because they did some like, of the music in it. I believe. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they're on the soundtrack as well as like, I mean, the soundtrack alone is, is, is really cool. Um, but yeah, it was supposed to be straight up horror. Like it was supposed to be like Evil Dead 1 horror and like the gore effects were supposed to be on par with like uh, Dead Alive or something like that. And, that, and, and you kind of see some of that. Um, like when he rips the guy's head off, which is a clean rip, which I love. It's just like yeah. no blood or anything. And he's like, you know, fuck, you know, eat shit. And he throws his head like at the camera or right. whatever. And that just, it just turns into a pool of blood all over the lens, you know? And, uh, and it's like that moment is supposed to be how the whole film was supposed to be like just gruesome and fucking gross. And, um, but, there's there's a bit of charm to it, you know. I'm not a big gross out fan, but I mean the humor worked for me. Like it was a joke a minute. It was, uh, I thought it worked, even if some of it was a little dated, even if some of it was a little gross and stupid. It fucking worked, man. I loved it. Uh, but let me ask you this: Is it grosser than Nothing But Trouble, or is Nothing But Trouble grosser? <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about the Chris Klein movie? What? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but trouble. Nothing oh, but that's trouble. the that's the, the yeah. What, I'm, oh, I'm thinking with John of Travolta. So, with John Travolta. <laughs> oh my god, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the Dan, Dan Aykroyd classic Chevy Chase, with yeah. Chevy Chase. Oh, see, to me, nothing but trouble is gross. Yeah, this is nothing not the but fight. trouble is grosser in a different way. This is a different fight. It's a little sub fight that I'm entering into the fray because. In my opinion, I think Nothing But Trouble is grosser because oh, yeah. Nothing But Trouble is played straight. Yeah. <laughs> with its with its yeah, disgusting it's not characters. As, I mean, it's over the top, but it's not. It's not over the top enough because we're supposed to look right. like 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 uh Bobo and Lil Lil Devil. <laughs> we're supposed to look at these mutants and go, Oh yeah, they're also, real. Also, like, you know, this is like this whole like Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing of like eating dinner in this disgusting oh old God. antique house oh with these God. old disgusting people that is also that's something that i am so grossed out by well there's an antique shop in the city where i live uh right down the street that has uh, that's a great antique shop i love it and there's sure. a tea room in the middle of it where people go and eat sandwiches and stuff and i'm like oh. ugh. It's a bunch of old shit. I'm gonna eat in here. It's like all dusty and stuff. And I, wow, it's so stupid because so it's been here. there forever. And I just, it's just a weird OCD thing, I guess. And so, you know, when I see them eating in this gross you never, house. I'm like, you never Ugh. eat sandwiches at your grandma's house. Well, first of all, she lives with my uncle, and uh, their house is not that old. But 
<laughs> yeah, I ate sandwiches in my grandma's house, and I mean, because it wasn't like dusty and covered in cobwebs and stuff. Speaking of eating in a dusty old house, we watched Monster Squad. Perfect. No, I, I'd say we, uh, okay, so that that's, I'd say we've said our piece about this movie, uh, but now we need to size up our next contestant. That's not the word. Contender! We need to sidle up to the bar. <laughs> Okay. Anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now it's time to size up our second contender in this week's film fight, which is Monster Squad. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were expecting applause. You have to Goddamn right. You have to do it too so it sounds like there's more people. I'll add. No, I'll add more claps. Well, then what why do, you- do I need to clap at all? <laughs> I will add golf claps. I thought you said golf claps for a second. Like no golfs do not clap. like Bauhaus claps. <laughs> Bauhaus claps. Bauhaus. Bauhaus. Bau. Bau. I don't know how you pronounce it either. It's Bauhaus. Bauhaus. Whatever. It's it's a band. Bella Lugosi is dead. Sorry, guys. That's that's George, our our uh, the the podcast dog. <laughs> So, uh, Conrad, would you like to read the back of the box? Yeah, time for the box and, back and subscri- subscription. Subscription, yes. Time for the ba- box back description. Subscribe to our back of the box newsletter. All right. With the tagline, call them for a monster us good time. Can you say that again? I mean, monster us? Monster us. <laughs> you know who to call when you have ghosts. But who do you call about monsters? Whether it's a bat in your belfry or a mummy in your mic- microwave. <laughs> the, the Monster Squad How do you get him ain't there? afraid of no ghosts. By the way, the is in all caps with Monster Squad, just so you know. So. Count Dracula has until midnight to retrieve an ancient amulet that will give him final control over the delicate balance between good and evil in the world. To help him, the creepy Count calls on some old friends... The Weird Wolfman, Grotesque Gill Man, Mildewed Mummy, and Freaky Frankenstein. As the ghoulish group gets closer to the amulet, it's up to the Monster Squad, headquartered in the local treehouse, to pool its questionable resources and stop the monster mayhem! Oh my god. Uh, That's an okay description, I guess. Did you say microwave? Let me take a look at this. It says mummy in your microwave. Spoiler alert, there are no mummies in microwaves in this movie. That never You know what? I I would swallow the uh, mummy in the microwave. However, weird wolfman? Yeah, like all wolfmen are weird, right? uh, I mean, technically, uh, you know. Like, is there a normal wolfman? I just think that grotesque gillman. I I think you just need a, a... they're just trying to alliterate. I think the gill man would be mildewed. And the mummy would... Mild- the, the, what? It, no. should, it should be... You know sh- what mildew is? Yeah, it's water related. And for, and for those of you, for the uninitiated, gill man refers to the creature from the Black Lagoon. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he's called the gill man. Because he's a man with gills. He's a man gills. with gills. It could be Kevin Costner from Waterworld. <laughs> so I think it should be the uh, the... Mildewed Wolfman. <laughs> the gr- okay, so you picked this movie because this is a movie from your childhood, right? 
Yes, this also uh, is a movie I've seen. I, I saw uh, when it came out, not in the theater. I it was a rental for me. Uh, but but I was poor too. That's fine. Mm, that's not what that means. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that just means I wasn't thirteen when it came out. It's PG thirteen, right? It doesn't matter. The point is, uh, I and that was a joke. But I mean, I I didn't grow up PG. The point. <laughs> Is I'm not going to get confused with the naming of these actors because uh, I don't really remember their names anyway. Well, most of them are child actors. <laughs> oh, and yeah. So who cares? Right, yeah. What it is they, not a Haim or doing? a Corey, I mean. What are they doing except being dead? That's right. The kid who played Fat Kid, a.k.a. Horace, died in 1997. Oh, that's... At the age of 22. Really? Yeah, he died of pneumonia. Oh, my God. In 97, he died of pneumonia? Yeah. That's why he's not there during the reunions. When Jeez, they, when wear they your play. masks, people. That doesn't stop pneumonia. Wear, wear your masks in 1997. <laughs> yeah. If you travel back in time... Yeah, 23 meet, years before coronavirus, <laughs> start wearing masks. If time travel is real and you go back to 97 and meet Horace, aka Fat Kid. By the way, if, if, uh, if any time travelers are listening to this and you're the one who keeps going back in time and trying to fix things, please stop. Yes, yeah, stop. It's not working. Yeah, it's Clearly. it's not working. You're making these, and work. you're making me feel stupid for remembering things naturally. Yeah, quit changing it back and forth from Dennis and Randy Quaid. And, <laughs> and freak, uh, it's and a real, my boy it's mess a up. real thing. So this movie, uh, I really enjoyed this movie, and I, yeah. I got to be honest with you, I did not expect much. I really didn't think it was going to be that good. Just just looking at when it came out and. Yeah, uh, and, it's, and it's a corny premise. Yeah, it, the premise is basically the the unlicensed. Forms of universal monsters, right? Yeah, 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 are in this town trying to get this amulet, but really, like the acting was pretty solid. The mm-hmm. effects were solid for its budget and when it came out. I'd say they're solid in general. I'd say uh, not even for the budget. I'd say they're solid for the era. Uh, there are some moments where the effects are, but they're funny. Uh, I might don't be, make that face at me. I might be looking at it through nostalgia glasses, but yes. So <laughs> the first time we meet. Dracula. Dracula. Yeah, he's a little bat. His the bats flying around are like the bats on <laughs> strings that like you buy at the yeah. spirit Halloween stores. It's so like... real looking <laughs> in nineteen eighty seven, okay? Okay. Maybe, yeah, maybe in nineteen oh seven, but this isn't Nosferatu. All right. Oh, you're saying that fucking Nosferatu oh god, he looks like a fucking elf. He looks like a buck tooth elf. Look at me, I'm Creeping. That's actually pretty. Uh, we're Nosferatu is going to come up in our next episode. That's uh, right. But stay tuned. Yeah, uh, teaser. And but, now Nosferatu, <laughs> our guest. Uh, so uh, it was a silent film, so it's going to be a very boring episode. Yeah, I'm going to have to translate. <laughs> uh, so this movie he is basically it. like this is uh, a scrappy group of kids who are really into monsters and comics, and then they sort of are living out their fantasy IRL. By fighting monsters in in real life, and I I gotta say like the dialogue of these kids, I actually felt was pretty spot on and pretty natural, mm-hmm. and the way that they talked about monsters before seeing that the monsters were real, the way they talked about it in this, uh, you know, it's their fictional universe that they really love, it it really spoke to me because I thought, man, that's exactly how I talked about stuff like that when I was. A kid. Yeah. I was their age. When you were dumb and it was before the internet. Yeah. Well, I'm still dumb after, during the (laughs) internet, but yeah. Well, we're made dumber. (laughs) Yeah. So much misinformation. You know, like, 
Randy Quaid. <laughs> Oh, I did it! I tried to go the other way with it. Yeah, whichever way you're trying to do it, you're going to get it wrong. I need to go the opposite. Like. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so uh, I liked that. Oh, okay. I liked that Frankenstein's monster uh, was not like green and flat topped. Apparently, that what was a you, license. What are you talking name? about? His name is Frankenstein. I saw the credits. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I hate that, that he's listed as Frankenstein. They in this call movie. him Frankenstein. Oh, they call right. him Frankenstein, like Ben Stein, but. Frankenstein. Oh, and uh, by the way, Al Frankenstein. Uh, this this is the only note I wrote about this movie because then I just <laughs> after the beginning I decided to just enjoy it. I didn't make any notes. notes. It's all in my head. I thought it was really funny. To it was not meant to be funny, but it was funny to me at the beginning. You know, we're in the in the past. We're seeing Van Helsing fight Dracula. You know. Back in medieval time or whatever time that was, a long time. Ago. Yeah, like Renaissance period. Yeah, not yeah, not medieval <laughs> times, but after medieval times. I mean, the word evil. Whenever it was Dracula time, Dra- uh, Dr- <laughs> during Dracula time. So you're saying that like D- now it's, it's like AD. Yeah, it was eight sixty four DT. Yeah, um, <laughs> Dracula time. Then it cuts to present day, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we're we're recording this in 2020, and. I see all these kids in school, and I'm like, this isn't the present day. No one's wearing a fucking mask. <laughs> no one's wearing a face mask. No one's woke. <laughs> no one's woke. Yeah. Um, for those of you who are Napoleon Dynamite fans, also the actor who played Uncle Rico played the, quote, desperate man, is what he's credited as, who right. is the wolf man when he's not a werewolf, when yeah, he's, when he's I, in human form. And I've seen this movie a million times, and I did not know that. Uh, my good friend Conrad uh, showed me the lights, and I saw his face, and I was like... I'm a believer. Oh, yeah, sure. That's him, I guess. That was a Smash Mouth <laughs> reference. That's right, not the monkeys. The Smash Mouth version, specifically. Hey, Next man. week on Film Fights, Shrek <laughs> 1 versus Shrek 2 versus Shrek oh, 3. Oh, I would love to do fucking Shrek. I'm oh, not we, we could do We could do a Shrek a Shrek-a-sub. A Shrek-a-sub where we watch Shrek every day <laughs> oh, for 500 days. You know, honestly, like I don't have a lot of like really interesting things to say about this movie just because I thought it was a pretty solid, fun Oh, sure. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of fun moments, but it, it, was, uh, it was very typical, but in a but in a good way. Like it was the I mean the sequence of events like made perfect sense. It was a classic story of kids trying to figure out what's going on with these monsters. Kids, the monsters trying to attack the kids, uh, and you know, good versus evil one out in the end. But I really enjoyed it. Yeah, the villains were wasting their time, man. Stop messing with those kids. Just get that amulet and fucking create havoc. <laughs> messed with the monster squad. That's right. Yeah, I yeah I actually uh, I love the monsters in this movie. It's easy, easy. It's so easy to fall in love. First off, uh, it's also easy to kind of dismiss- according to Rob Astley. <laughs> no, Buddy Holly. So <laughs> who was played by Gary Busey? Wait, we didn't reference Gary Busey today. Okay, so... <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'm so close, guys. You what gotta, are we even talking about? You gotta, you gotta help me, please. Listen, okay. Um, no, the monsters are really good. I, I love the way they looked. It's so easy to kind of like, okay, well, here's Dracula. Okay, be Dracula. Here's a mummy. Okay, do that. But I think there was a bit of care put into not just the design of them because... Um, 
a lot of the universal monsters are copyrighted you know so like uh, specifically like i know that like um the makeup for frankenstein's monster in uh the original 31 production you know with uh fucking uh, what's his name Lon Chaney? Nope. <laughs> Don Rickles. Yep, Don Rickles, The when he did what, the Frankenstein I'm, I'm, makeup. I'm Frankenstein, you're an asshole over here. That's a terrible Don Rickles impression. <laughs> I mean, the words I understood. <laughs> As something he might say. Yeah, I don't know why I made him talk like this, boss. I'm Don Rickles. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make fun of you, guy. Good afternoon. My name is Don Rickles. My name is Donald Rickles. You are an asshole. You know I'm a comedian because my last name is so hilarious. <laughs> Should be Don Tickles, am I right? <laughs> Don Rickles. He'll give you the tickles. Oh, God, the tickles. I imagine that's like when you run up to someone and you have your hands stretched out in front of you oh, and you're just God. like kind of, you know, gripping them. How would you say that? So you uh, know you, what I'm uh, talking yeah. about. <laughs> well, you're just like, you know, like you're squeezing fresh tomatoes over and over again. Yeah, tomatoes is what I was thinking <laughs> with that motion. Definitely. That's the word that starts A with the T I was thinking. A certainly would think that. Oh, he's just sque- squeezing at tomatoes. He's not reaching out for me I, to give me the tickles. God, you know, I could barely, I barely have time to get work done with all the tomato <laughs> squeezing I do every day. Well, it's because they keep giving you the tickles. Like. <laughs> This movie gets five out of five Don Tickles. Five out of five Tickles. Thank you, Don Rickles. All right. Uh, the monsters looked great, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, the, I was especially impressed by the mummy and gill man. But yeah. they, they all looked great. Yeah, uh, yeah. the gill man, uh, they went the extra mile with because they, um, the actor... In the Gilman costume, they actually sealed him in, like they, because uh, you know most most costumes, you know, like a bog monster creature from the Black Lagoon, uh, Gilman creature is, you know, it's a full body thing, but it usually comes in sometimes like two or three parts. You know, you have the legs, you have the body, uh, and then you have the shoulder head apparatus. But every piece was like literally glued in. And so he was basically every day he shows up to work in this uh, to get in this costume. It's like you're going to spend ten hours in this thing. Uh, so if you need to eat shit, take a drink of something, do it now because you're not going to be able to, buddy. Uh, so hey, man, hats off like to uh, to those kinds of effects of yesteryear, man. Like you really had to dedicate yourself to that sort of shit, even if it's a dumb fucking movie about kids who swear and yeah chase almost monsters. all practical effects i mean in this movie yeah they're really good it's like 80 20 yeah it was 80 20 i mean the ghost car obviously is and not the portals and yeah the, the port it's there wasn't like, a lot of that it's no, mostly yeah. costume and, and practical oh sure and it's easy to gloss over that stuff because like everything else in the movie is like really good and some of that stuff it's like well how are you going to make a, a portal with practical effect like you don't want to do that no, you don't. It'd cost more and take more time. It, it's gonna look in the like a. Run. It's gonna look like an elementary science fair project where they've got the soda bottles and they're doing the funnel. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, just photograph that. Yeah. And then, when you, you go know. in the pool and you flatten your hand out and spin it around to try and make an <laughs> underwater tornado. I mean, there are movies that have been released Literally recently. Minutes of fun. Recently, that do that, man. That 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 try to pull off that bullshit effect. And it's uh, it's like, dude, you can just go on YouTube. Yeah, that's and... why I'm a big Michael Bay fan. No, <laughs> uh, that's a joke for uh, you listeners. Uh, I'm uh, that's a joke. It's not. He has all the bad boy movies. 
I prefer Michael Tributary. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's terrible. I prefer Michael Gay. It's okay. He's not <laughs> I think a that's character. The whole, I think that's the whole explanation. <laughs> it's okay, guys. It's okay. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, okay, so have we? Uh, are we both ready to render a verdict on this? No! I want to talk about Monster Squad. I'm sorry, the Monster Squad. Look, uh, so... <laughs> The uh, uh, we talked about the monsters. The monsters are great. Uh, Rudy, the montage, the fucking montage, which had that great song. Uh, yeah, there's really not a whole lot to talk about specifically um, because the movie's good. Like it, it's it does its job. I don't have a lot to like make fun of about it. Well, I mean that's not what all we're doing. Well, I know, but I, I mean, I mean, if you want to get down to it, you know, I fucking thought, uh, you know, fucking, uh, fucking. Yeah, so there was uh, there was a scene where uh, the Wolfman gets blown up. Uh, oh yeah, by dynamite. Yeah, and then his parts, like his body, pieces back together, and he's still alive. I did not know that was something that werewolves could do. They do in this movie. They do in this movie. I think it's neat. I think it's neat when any movie uh, wants to do wants to subvert the myth. Of, of monsters like in uh lost boys when um when i mean spoiler for Lo- uh, lost boys but yeah you've had like 35 years to watch but that movie, so. uh but max who is the lead vampire as it is revealed at the end of the movie uh the the kids think he did some great dodge commercials he did yeah and he was the father in richie rich do you want to keep going so <laughs> while we're on a tangent uh <laughs> The kids are, like, so sure that he's a vampire that they're like, oh, you know, we have to do all these things. And it's like, uh, and they try to, like, use those things. Like, oh, here's a cross. And it's like, oh, the cross does nothing. And, and it's like, oh, yeah. And, and then here's garlic. And he, like, eats the garlic. And it's like, it's awesome because if you've, you know, if you've never seen it, sorry, uh, you're watching it. And it's like, oh, he must not be a vampire because they don't really use those techniques on anyone else. I don't remember. Um, but... Later, it's revealed that he's a vampire, and it's like, oh shit, that's that's kind of awesome. That's kind of awesome that they like went he's through like, the yeah, you shouldn't believe everything you read in comics or something. To yeah, that yeah, because uh, yeah, one of the characters did uh, read comics. So, fucking filmmakers, don't ever have a throwaway line like that if you're talking to bratty kids and they don't actually do it because it's like, oh, you know, you, you got to set it up anyway. Um, so, uh, so him blowing up and then he comes back together, uh, and also a pretty good. Uh, a very effective use of uh, werewolf transformation when he's in the phone booth and he's like talking to the uh, police guy and he's like, Hey, you know, y- y- you gotta believe me, man. I'm, I'm the werewolf. Yeah. And, and the, the camera's sweeping around and he's at a phone booth. And so like, you know, that's how old the movie is. And so uh, one of the corners of the phone booth gets obscured by the camera. Right. And so when it sweeps around back into the other side of the glass, He's like halfway. Yeah, he goes from human to full wolfman in like three in cuts. One, in one cut. Well, one, one well, cut. But I mean, one seemingly cut. Right. Because, like I said, when it when it crosses over the phone booth, it looks seamless. But in that small second of dark space, obviously they um, they used a different cut. That's a good example of of one of the ways that this film tried to do more with less like obviously it wasn't a huge budget movie but not a low budget movie either no, specifically yeah, yeah. but it was like a medium budget movie the budget was like seven million or something oh that's more than i thought it was what 
But well, the the point is, I mean, for its budget, uh, you know, creative cuts like that, uh, I really like because it was like, okay, how can we do this practically without spending a million dollars on trying to figure this part out and still make it look good? And they they nailed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, th- I yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, you know, it's easy to like because like the transformation and howling is pretty good. But I mean, obviously, the go-to is fucking American Werewolf this in is London. Decent budget for a movie in nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah, well, I mean, I could be wrong. It was actually <laughs> twenty thousand. No, it wasn't. It wasn't like a low-budget movie. I just didn't get the impression it was like a a big studio film. As I as I often are wrong. Um, but I mean, no, it, I mean, it was, it was, it was a studio movie for sure because it was, um, it was Shane Black and uh, Fred Decker who put it together. Shane Black, uh, as you all know, is the, uh, is, is the guy who kind of like reinvented action movies. Uh, he was responsible for, uh, Predator. He was even in Predator and he wrote the screenplay for Lethal oh, yeah, He Weapon. played Jesse Ventura's character. Mm hmm. <laughs> this actor played this actor's character in the movie. Um, Make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaur. <laughs> okay, the budget was twelve million. <laughs> oh my god, really? Yeah. Okay, so this was actually a, a fairly big budget in nineteen eighty-seven, right? And it, and it, and it, uh, the box office three point eight million. Um, no, I'd say in eighty-seven, uh, twelve million wouldn't be big. Wouldn't be big budget. It's up there though because back to the future i think was 15 million oh my god okay and that well, was 85 although you know we think so about two back years. to the future as having great effects but they really didn't need effects that much no it was only in a couple of spots yeah and they did the the bill and ted thing where some, a lot of sometimes the effects were like they show you the the money shot effect first but then every other time it was kind of like ah eh. because yeah we don't see that car do that again until the end of the movie right <laughs> Uh, and it's industrial light and sound. Uh, no, and Fred Decker did uh, Night of the Creeps, uh, which is also oh, yeah, uh, okay. kind of a fun movie. Um, but yeah, uh, so the movie was great. Uh, Sucked. <laughs> it's great. Wolfman's got nards, okay? Uh, it's a t-shirt. Get, get yours today. Um, it may sound like we talked up one contender more than the other. But I assure you, it would be no different than uh, looking at someone like Arnold Schwarzenegger and then looking at someone like um, Bobcat Goldwait. <laughs> Goldwait? Gold, yeah, Goldwaiter. And think, we want to talk about <laughs> Goldwaiter more, uh, even though it seems like a one-sided fight. Is that a good analogy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm the king of analogies in actors' names. Now... On one ha- corner, we've got Princess Diana. In the other corner, we have Polly Shore. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Polly Shore, man. He's alive, at least. Okay, Ooh, so... <laughs> boy. Uh, he has potential to do more than she did in hers. No, um... Oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a bummer. Uh, yeah, that's, uh... It kind of felt like a, a, a fun, mean thing, but then it just... At least I'm, I'm still not. alive, buddy. <laughs> Oh my God, Polly Shore! He just showed up. <laughs> Whoa, what are you doing, buddy? Yeah, why are you, Polly Shore? You know, it's weird. You sound like a bad impression of yourself. <laughs> well, he's getting old. Have you seen him? He's the weasel. So, Conrad, we have to talk about 
Who will come out of this fight victorious? Yep. On you know, in this corner we have Freaked, and in the other we have Monster Squad. They came out, they duked it out the way we wanted them to do it. <laughs> yeah, both of us who chose the. Mo- oh wait, no, that's right. You chose both of them. Uh, yep. I, okay, right. so yeah, uh, you might say that this is a fixed fight. I'm the real. I'm the I'm a real Don King. It's okay. My vote's just worth one point six of your votes today. <laughs> Uh, cool. Yeah, I'm ready to render a verdict when you are. All right. What is your verdict? Who is the winner of this fight? Okay, well, I'll say this. So, no. <laughs> I, you know, I like that Freaked was really silly and really over the top. Uh, the makeup was really good. It was also really stupid, and it was intentionally kind of bad. On the other hand, you have Monster Squad, which was a little less out there and memorable, but... I feel like ultimately was the better written, better acted, better produced film. So in the end, I'm going with Monster Squad. Monster Squad. All right. Well, yeah. uh, that's that's uh, yeah, that's the correct answer. I mean, sure. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So all right. So what do you think? What? What's what's your what's your pick? My pick uh, for winner of this match. You know, I I mirror. I mirror your sentiments, uh, and also, uh, yeah, it was kind of a mistake for me to pick both because I, I mean, I equally love both of these movies. I have a different opinion of them. For me, like, because like I grew up with Looney Tunes, and so Freaked is just a gem for me because of how cartoonish it is. Because of how, I mean, it's like watching Naked Gun, you know, like uh, or Airplane, where it's like, sure, there's so many gags, there's so many jokes, it's so ridiculous not all the jokes land but i mean when you've got a bucket full you know you're still entertained uh monster squad uh is a soft spot for me because i you know i've always loved the universal monsters i've um wanted to have a monster squad of my own when i grew up uh and it's just like and again yeah the writing is better the acting is better it's a solid movie and it's almost like they're, they're, they're so different, you know, um, stylistically. Um, so I would have to say Monster Squad wins barely. I kind of wanted to be contrarian and say uh, Freaked wins. That's okay. This week my vote is worth 1.6 of your vote. So Monster Squad is the winner. Monster Squad is the winner. <laughs> so we would have won anyway. But yeah, Monster Squad all the way. Uh, you know, all, the, all kidding aside about you choosing both of these movies this week, this was a really great matchup, and I really enjoyed well, watching you. both thank of them. You. It was, it was a lot of fun. I yeah. appreciate you uh, taking the reins of this podcast. Taking the no, that, you took the it. reins. There's no this joke. Week. But didn't I, I said I appreciate taking the reins? Ru- you you took the reins. Yeah, I appreciate taking the reins. <laughs> What's I'm, happening? I'm, I'm What's really, happening right now? I really appreciate now? myself. Am I, not, for, am I not hearing this correctly? Am I'm I really saying? proud of myself for grabbing the bull by the balls in this podcast and just doing it. I am uncultured. Listen, uh, but so yeah. in a couple weeks, I'm going to pick a couple for us too. Okay, yeah, 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 and that'll be a lot of fun for one of us. <laughs> just as it was Spoiler fun. Alert. Just as it was fun for one of us this time. Uh, <laughs> so now we come to the part of the podcast. Where we talk about what's in our queue, what's in our queue, that's the band name. <laughs> yeah, so now... Or barbecue joint. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about uh, one movie that we've each got that we're going to be watching this week. 
for fun that we're really excited about. Could be something we're rewatching. Could be something we're watching for the first time. Um, so what have you got queued up this week? Me? Okay, so I actually have this movie. Uh, it's an older, sort of older movie. It's um, it's done by radio. Well, it's an anthology movie. And so uh, it's called Southbound. Let me just say that. Let me just not build up to it. Like I love anthologies. Person. Yeah, anthologies for me. Uh, I sometimes feel wary about because it, it's sometimes a roll of the dice. Sometimes you'll get something like Nightmare Cinema, where uh, one God, I want to do one, on one of the shorts was passable, and everything else was really bad, garbage. Um, uh, maybe we'll talk about it soon. I don't know. We'll do an anthology matchup. So, but uh, but it's an anthology movie, and I I you know the trailer looks good, the uh, the concept looks good. Uh, the main people who are putting it together is the Radio Silence group who uh, did Ready or Not. Oh, that and, movie was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed and so, that. Uh, and it's basically a sort of road trip movie where the connecting piece, whoops, the connecting piece in uh, w- with all the anthologies, I think, uh, you know, I, I try to go into these movies as blindly as possible. I'll watch a trailer sometimes, but uh, I think the connecting piece is that they're all on the road. Um, and so I think there's four stories with a wraparound. Um, but yeah, every story deals with being on the road and, and the destination is like hell or something, you know, <laughs> you know how they do. Uh, so it's called Southbound and uh, I'm very excited to check it out. And awesome. What about you, my friend? What are you? Okay, so there's a, a a movie that has been recommended to me by a few people that I know very little about, but I'm very excited to watch. It's called Mandy. Ooh, and this is that the a newish horror film with Nicolas Cage, mm-hmm. and I barely even know what the premise is like, except that. I believe he is going to retrieve Mandy from a group of witches. And I don't know if it's his daughter or his girlfriend or what. All I know is, from what I've been told, this movie is an insane action-packed gore fest. And I'm really down for that. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i not going to spoil it for you. I'm not going to say anything for you. But I've seen this movie. And whoo, I can't wait to hear what you have to say about it. Because right. uh, it's, it's, it's a really fun movie. And, uh, and there's two, there, in fact, uh, I mean, we'll talk about it later, but like there's two specific things I want to ask you about when you watch it. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's a ride. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait. I'm super excited. And this was recommended to me, uh, by my friend Joe, who is a big, it, you love him. It, this is, this guy's super into crazy, like horror movies. And okay. he was like, put this at the top of your list. So he's like my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why you guys haven't met yet, but yeah, he's like, put this at the top of your list. And I'm like, okay, so cool. uh, now it's been two months since he said that, and now I'm finally getting around to watching it. <laughs> well, awesome. Excellent. Cool. Excellent. Cool. Uh, uh, I may want to rewatch that now. <laughs> uh, excellent. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining us in this glorious battle of 80s. Well, Freak was 93. Of, of this glorious battle of freaks and monsters that I curated. Uh, no help from Conrad. <laughs> hey, uh, and be sure to join us next week when we match up Citizen Kane against There's Something About Mary. That's correct. Ooh, who knows who's going to win that one? 
I, I, now, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Mary's got something to say. <laughs> There's something. Actually, about it. Uh, all kidding aside, I think Citizen Kane's one of the most boring fucking movies that's ever been made. Oh, Gauntlet <laughs> Throne. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, we'll talk about that off podcast because I'm not sitting through it that fucking movie boring, again. It is boring, but it's like really good or something. <laughs> it's his sled. <laughs> no! It's his sled. No! You've had 50 years to see this movie. A uh, hundred years. <laughs> That's right. It came out in 1920. It came out in 1920 when, uh, when they were not talking because there's not a lot of talking in the movie. There's a song. That was when entertainment was first invented, I believe. Yes, in 1920. Hey! Same year sex was invented. We're, we're, we're entertainers. Do, 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 do. No, really. Hey, thanks for joining us on Film Fights, and make sure you catch our mini coming out next week. Yes, we have a mini next week. It's going to be uh, our top 10 monsters, so why not? Because we talked about it, and now we're going to talk about it. Spoiler alert. We each have 10 of them. That's right. I mean, we both have a top ten. We didn't collaborate because we would never agree. Yeah, I don't talk to this asshole outside of this. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. Thanks. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I love trash. Oscar the Grouch, get a lawyer. Yeah. Do you get think do I look like I can afford a lawyer? I live in a trash can. <laughs> <laughs>